Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. Mina and I are here and we are... I mean, this is going to be an incredible episode. You are all in for such a treat. We're so honored to have Schwang Esther Shan on the podcast. She is incredible. She is the host of Shopify Masters Podcast. And Schwang is a storyteller at Shopify. And she's fascinated by how change is created through commerce. I mean, we definitely all have the same love language here, which is product-based businesses and helping e-commerce businesses grow. And when she's not obsessively researching or glued to hearing the stories of merchants, she's discovering new places with a camera in hand. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Mina. Thank you, Jacqueline. Really happy to be here. We're so happy you're here. We talk about Shopify all the time and probably mentioned Shopify maybe three times today already. So, you know, hmm. um, it, it, I feel like it's part of our vocab here at the Product Boss because we're always helping, you know, makers and Etsy sellers or Amazon sellers and thinking about where they can go direct to customer. We always recommend Shopify. So we're super excited to get kind of the insider look at what's happening over there at Shopify. So... Um, as you, when you're listening to this or actually when it's being recorded, we're kind of right, you know, knee deep in the holiday season, but I'm wondering like, what are you seeing in over there at Shopify? Is it, you know, what is happening in the commerce world that you can kind of pick out for this holiday season? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we just had a historic Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, this past week ago now. So, um, it's been definitely very busy and very exciting. I think 
gearing up to 2023, um, Shopify is definitely the team altogether is focused on helping merchants where they are on their journey. And I think that kind of relates to how shoppers are shopping. We're finally being more back in store. So there is a focus in retail and also omni-channel and making sure that the presence online, in-person, pop-up, any touch point you have is consistent and helping merchants share their stories um, seamlessly throughout all those channels. So I think there is that focus of being omnipresent. I love that. So, you know, we sell a course called Multi-Stream Machine, which is the same idea. You know, we call it diversifying omni-channels, omnipresent, ultimately, where the idea is, is exactly what you're saying. E-commerce, I remember watching Shopify reports during 2020 and the crazy spike and how many people were buying online and how many people who had never purchased online before had to jump online. And I think with this transition of the world opening back up, we are hearing very much so that they're feeling like their e-commerce sales are down, in-person is really working well and all that. So when you say that consistent storytelling across channels... Now, like Shopify is an e-commerce platform. So people are going to their computers, their phones, and they're purchasing. How at Shopify are you kind of... And through your podcast, coaching product-based business owners on how how does that work in relation to Shopify and then in relation to their businesses? Yes. So Shopify actually does have multiple different models of point of sale systems. So uh, we do assist you in your retail journey. Um, There is a point of sale system that you can use in store. There's also the attachment that you can put on your phone. So if you're an artist and you're selling t-shirts at a concert, you can do that. Uh, If you're making jam and you're at a farmer's market, you can use uh, the phone or whichever system that fits your needs best. So I think what's beautiful about that is then you're kind of keeping track of your inventory in one place in one system. You're knowing that orders online, inventory for online, and also in-person is in one place. And then if you're creating customer profiles, then you can see maybe they met you in person, they sampled a, a jam, they bought one jar, and then a few months later, they also returned and bought more from your online business. So uh, there's a benefit of having everything linked together. Um, So yeah, I think all of our different teams support uh, cohesively. And yeah, like uh, the teams definitely are working together to figure out the best way to support merchants as um, more and more of those transactions are happening all over the place. So... I love that. Um, I want to go into a little bit. You had you're the host of Shopify Masters, and um, you interview two founders every single week, right? Um, is that what you had said, right? Yes, yes. Uh, we do launch two episodes each week, um, and then we do have different voices behind the mic. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a dream job, definitely. Okay. Um, so when you're interviewing those founders and what have you been seeing as part of their story? Like, are they, um, you know, I know a lot of our audience members that are listening, some of them are makers, some of them are manufacturers, manufacturers, some of them are brick and mortars or, you know, or they, um, you know, a baker or, or so many different physical products, like how, um, and I think that you know, for the people that you're featuring and the people that you're interviewing, uh, what what backgrounds typically are they, and what are you seeing? Seeing what type of founders are you seeing on your podcast? 
Yes. I'm trying to cast a wide net and talk to founders at all stages and sizes of business. Um, And there's definitely a theme of a lot of merchants who are only online only. And they have either found retail partners um, where they have huge, large uh, wholesale accounts, or they're actually opening up their own pop-ups. Um, and then there's also different stories, right? I've also interviewed a ceramic maker who makes each piece by hand and she does that full-time because that's how she wants her business to be and that fits her lifestyle. And then on the flip side, I do have uh, merchants who are like eight figures and they're raising capital. They're talking to venture capitalists and they're talking about their pitching journey. So it definitely varies. Um But yeah, hopefully this is not too repetitive, but uh, we do see the trend of regardless of their size, they're experimenting with different channels of sale and they're going back, whether it's a small farmer's market or a large wholesale account, they're experimenting with selling in different channels. Mm. Sounds like like the core of our business. (laughs) (laughs) And also the same with our community, people who have just started, people who are multi-million, people who are artists, or one of a kind. So I love that. Yeah. And I love that you're backing that up. And and the fact that Shopify can be a tool to that because what we try and help our listeners do is to think about, you know, a lot of people may have started this as a hobby, but how do we start to elevate this into a business? And the beautiful thing about Shopify and who we've worked with, I mean, we teach it inside of multi-stream machine, our masterminders that are making, you know, millions and millions of dollars are able to ascend from, you know, basic Shopify to Shopify plus as they grow. And it's a platform, like you're saying, is um kind of one hub to hit these goals that you want to hit on multiple platforms. It makes it easier. You don't have to worry about all the... Before, we used to have to duct tape and piece everything together like MacGyver, you know? So one thing I know you're really good at and you're really great at this on the on the podcast is, is the storytelling aspect. So a lot of times with our product-based business owners, you know, they always feel like, what's special about me? You know, I make pottery, I make mugs. Other people make pottery, you know, mugs. Um, I I pour candles. I have a jasmine candle. They have a jasmine candle. They don't really they they see their product sometimes more transactionally and less about like the story, the need. And a lot of times they feel like they want to stay away from the face of the brand or even thinking about what's the story behind it. So as someone who gets people to tell their stories, how could you speak to that to sort of um what's the word? Inspire our listeners to start to create their own stories. Yes. Love this question. I think I can answer it in a few different ways. Um, So there are businesses that I have personally found because I've seen them on TikTok, Instagram, on socials, on other coverage. So as a whole, I think this is just great business sense is that through your own social media, through your own visuals, through your own storytelling, make sure that you are sharing who you are, why you're doing what you're doing and why you're different. Um, Because then it gives you a free channel for you to reach people that you might have never met or heard of before. Um, sticking to the example of the ceramicist that I met, she actually was based in the UK. I saw a beautiful mug on Instagram and I really liked it. And just so happens, I am one of those like research obsessed individuals. So 
I read her website. She talked about how she's obsessed with glazes and she creates her own unique glazes that are uh, a mix that you can't find anywhere else. And that's why there's special crystals that crystallize during her firing, which is something I've never heard of before. Um, Then I looked further. She's hosting an open studio date where just coincided with my trip. So I actually traveled thousands of miles to her little town to meet her and invited her on to the podcast. So I think one is, yeah, like you need to talk about why you're doing what you're doing, why you're different and why you love it, right? You have to do it. You know, your passion, your business is a full-time job and you kind of have to share the why, which I think is so important. On the flip side of that, there's a lot of businesses, large or small, that pitch me and they would send me messages on LinkedIn, find my email, etc. I try my best to actually read all of them. And I think my advice is um, yeah, like, you know, I'm reading a lot of pitches and you're trying to basically get your whole life story down to a few sentences. So I think it's a good combination of like what the business is about, why it's impactful, share a very uh, like impactful stat or easy to understand stat, right? I grew from one recipe to a thousand stores now, or I uh, have a charity arm and we've donated X number of units to certain causes. So something that shows impact, shows what you're doing, and also um, put like, you know, a link out to your store so I don't have to like Google and search and make sure, you know, everything is linked properly. Keep the email short. Uh, and then don't be afraid to follow up. Um, and like, I think that's just kind of like tips on pitching. So that's kind of how to get your story out there so that through, media coverage, podcasting, whichever, hopefully will help you reach a larger audience. It's December and it's the busiest time of year for pretty much everybody, but especially for product bosses. Yes, it is. Between all the promotions, the making and shipping, the end of your business tasks, and all of the non-negotiables with your loved ones during the holiday season, it can feel like there's too much going on. We understand that you're trying to squeeze those 48 hours of work into the 24 hours you're given each day. Our best advice, figure out the non-negotiables and let the rest go for your life and your business. That's why we recommend HubSpot because it's a business tool that integrates all of your data into one place so you can see what's working best in your life and in your marketing, sales, and customer service and relationships. It's amazing how much time and mental energy you can save by having all the right tools to make your life easier and more streamlined. HubSpot is like having a huge dashboard full of all the information you need across your entire business, ready for you to dig into the moment when you need it. It's easy to customize for your business and can help you get your work done faster and more easily, giving you more time and money for the things that matter most. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. What are some versions of that impact that are outside of revenue-based? For sure. Um, And I definitely try to feature businesses of all sizes. And going off the same example, uh, the pottery maker 
her impact was the fact that she was a computer scientist and then she transitioned to uh, being a data scientist. So she worked full-time for other people her whole life. And she took a ceramic class and fell in love. And throughout the years, she slowly then became a part-time data scientist and made more and started selling. Then she eventually, during COVID, was able to pivot and become her own boss full-time. And that, I think, is huge impact because she built a life that she wanted to live. Um, and again, she's making every piece herself. Um, you know, She's not a West Elm or a Pottery Barn, but she created huge impact in her own life. And she's being an independent owner. And I think that's really beautiful as well. I love that. Um, can we get a little bit tactical um, too? Because I know as I went, uh, we try to keep all of our podcast episodes actionable. I kind of want to know, um, because like Jacqueline said, we love recommending Shopify because it's so robust. It can go from very basic to super robust. The person that just starts started yesterday to the person that grew it to multi-millions and everybody in between. And a lot of times when people approach us, they're like, what apps are being mostly used? Now, we don't have to go into any specific names of apps or anything, but where is the brain of the small business owner going? That they're, um, And can you share a little bit about that? Like what's on the horizon for like types of apps that they're using that you see becoming more and more popular in order to get that small business lifted up a bit when they get onto Shopify? Yeah. And I would say to just add to that, like what's working? Because we had a whole conversation today with our VIPs, some of our students in multi-stream machine. And we were talking about this one student that's on Shopify that used an upsell app, right? And they were able to sell me something post-purchase that raised my cart value by $10, right? On the same purchase when I had checked out. So curious what you're seeing working, especially since you can see what really big companies are doing and what's working for smaller ones as well. Yes. So um, I think a lot of businesses have talked about the burden that was the iOS 14 update where you can't target um, as well before on Facebook and Instagram. So I think what's important then, you have to think about the user buy flow and also where you can capture and create your own channel. So definitely a pop-up app or uh, an app that helps you to capture emails is very important because having a great email list is a channel that you own yourself and you are able to communicate with your customers directly. So that's number one. Two is, uh, I think, abandoned cart is very important. A lot of people browse, they create a cart, they leave, they forget about it. And I personally love those emails where it's like, oh, hey, like you forgot a little something, maybe a little extra discount. That's always nice. Um, and then, of course, like understanding your data. You know, a lot of people say like data is precious. So making sure you're capturing consumer data properly and you're able to like have different pro- profiles, maybe a loyalty program so that you are treating your most loyal customers to certain discounts or certain gifts. I think is really important. Um, And then if you do want to be very technical, I know that there's people who love to experiment with heat maps to see like which page is getting the most traction, where are people stopping, et cetera. So I think those would be the few areas I would focus on. It's like 
our brains have merged and and what you say is exactly what we say. So I love it. (laughs) Um, And I think that what I love about this and people are probably listening and they're like, Jacqueline has said this, Mina has said this. And what we want you to know is now you're hearing from Shopify saying the same thing. So I think what we're all trying to reinforce here is that like data from number one, exactly what you said is really important to to strategize by and do. And then also for me, that the idea of the opt-in, um, the abandoned cart sequence, we always talk about, we created like a whole course on abandoned cart. Um yeah. where it was, you know, uh, I think it's like nine out of when people like you, it's like an 80 or 90% chance to get people to come back and buy if you send them an abandoned cart email. Um, loyalty programs are so important. You know, people can be, you can have a loyalty, a birthday program. Aveda gives me double points to my loyalty if I purchase in my birthday month, right? I still have a trip to Europe that I, I'm not using because I've earned <laughs> all the points. Um, and then the idea of heat maps, I think that's a little bit next level, but we've talked about that in our mastermind. And a heat map, just to clear up for everybody, is you can actually, it's so crazy, you can actually see the user and their experience on your website. So a lot of times people will say to us, you know, people aren't purchasing on my website or they're not, they're not getting to here. Well, if you integrate like a heat map, you can see where they click, you can see where they scroll, you can see where they hover, what pages they go to. So it starts to give you data because it helps clean up the user experience of your online platform, you know? Yep. And one more thing to add is SMS is really important because mm-hmm. again, uh, I think most of us, we open a text. Let's and... dig into SMS because I know Shopify provides that as well. That's how I did all my Black Friday shopping. If you didn't text me, I just was so busy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think SMS is one of the channels that the open rate is super high. People, again, I mean, I'm curious, I'm not going to leave a text unopened. Um, and I think it's a great way to like, obviously not overuse the channel, just like anything else, like actually come with a great offer, especially for Black Friday, uh, same here as well. Like I love getting the alert of the different discounts and different merchants I was having my eye on and makes it super easy, have things linked out properly. And then, you know, makes it super easy for someone who wants to close the sale, make a purchase. So, so Shopify is helping merchants do that now. Um, yes, there's different uh, chat apps as well. Like there's Shopify inbox um, where you can like in- integrate like a uh, different chat channels and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just think it's like um, another sh- channel perhaps that merchants don't think about right off the bat. Yeah, it's one of those new ones where we've started... We've probably seen it in the last... I would say 18 months where it started to come up more and more and more where people were really starting to use it. And it is that idea of not abusing it, but I'm starting to see that two-step um, opt-in. So when you want to opt-in for a discount, that 15% off, let's say your first purchase, they first ask for the email because everybody's super comfortable giving their email. But then there's a secondary window that says, give us your ta- your number and then we'll send you the message. So what's interesting now is if you don't... They, they've hooked you, but if you don't give them your phone number, you're not actually going to get the discount. So there's that front end of opt-in, but then you know we opt into the ones we want and we'll opt out. And let me also tell you all that if you have that two-step opt-in... I might say, okay, I'm getting too many texts and I'm going to opt out of the text, but I'm still getting your emails. And it could be vice versa as well. You know, yeah. so it's the omni channel to it. Also, I, what I love about text now, you can see the evolution of it, right? Because now people are maybe 
you know, they're, they'll never get rid of their email. I don't think email will ever die like how people say it, was, it will die. But now people are, obviously they have computers in their pockets called their phones and they have access, their accessibility is different, right? You, They will always, like what Shang was saying, open their text messages. And I think that when you... Um, you also have the ability to do abandoned cart text messages. Then it's just like, ooh, that little idea that I did in my email can now move over here. And then it just, the capability of the um, small business to do more with less effort is so great because we're all probably wearing all of the hats, you know, and we're starting with that. And we're just like, how can I do this? How can I ever compete with the big guys? And the thing is, Shopify makes that accessible to small business owners where we are gaining, you got to start somewhere. We all start with zero people on our text message list. We all start with zero people on our email list. And, and then it just rolls into more. And um, my favorite thing about Shopify is that it aligns so much in the way that Jacqueline and I are very education forward. And so is Shopify. And now Shopify is very story driven. And so are we. So it's like with all of the changes coming up for 2023 and how small businesses are going to stand out, it's like we're helping small businesses be at the forefront of it. So at the forefront would be start your text message list. It would be definitely grow your email list because you know you're you need to be doing that. Start creating your stories for sure and become better in practice of telling your stories in a way that connects with your customer. And then um What's the last thing? Oh, education. Um, Just understanding that you in this time, because I think, you know, we didn't hear about your backstory, but before you were a podcaster, I would imagine that you didn't even have access to online education the way that you do now, you know? For sure. Yeah. I think this is, um, we're all in a new industry that didn't exist a handful of years ago. Um, my background is actually, I, I did business as my undergrad and I went into a very finance heavy focused role at a telco. So I was actually a pricing strategist, um, mm-hmm. looking at like different revenue streams and looking at ways like if you increase certain pricing by a little bit, but over millions of accounts, that's like huge revenue growth for the business. So it was a very numbers heavy job, but I always loved sharing stories and I was obsessed with understanding different individuals. And I didn't realize they were all business owners. I was just like, oh, this is a cool person growing crickets in their garage because they wanted to make alternative protein source, or this person makes really delicious chocolate, but it was all business owners. And eventually, um, I did a career switch and ended up at Shopify. Um, And I think what's beautiful is, yeah, like we are definitely providing education and resource just in any way possible that's helpful and uh, entertaining for merchants so that they don't feel so alone uh, during their entrepreneurship journey. Because a lot of the time it is spent in solitude. You don't have a team when you initially start or figuring out a lot of stuff on your own. So uh, providing resources are a way of helping people like start, build, scale their business. Yeah, I love that. We've been using the the quote, um, she's not your competition. She's proof it can be done. And I think you're bringing that with the stories you're telling twice a week on Shopify Masters is 
all we always say there's room at the top for all of us. I know it sounds like a whole bunch of cliche like catchphrases, but they work. And the idea is there's room at the top for all of us is there's room for all the jewelry companies, all the candle companies, all the cricket protein companies, you know, like <laughs> there's room for everybody. And it, and it does go back to your story and how you connect with your customer, right? It is so important. Like we don't just buy one brand of, of candles or one brand of tea. Like we'll buy different types because it's what we want and we want to connect with them. So I love your stories that you share small business, big business, and the story getting there. And I think for all of you out there to listen, there are not a lot of podcasts specific to product-based business owners that share many different versions of it, that share that you can be omni-channel. You can have many types of products. Um, a lot of times we get into like our smaller realms of, you know, if you sell on Amazon, you listen to an Amazon podcast. If you sell on Etsy, you listen to Etsy podcast. And I think the beauty of your podcast and our podcast is it's sharing many types of stories as proof it can be done, that there's many paths to profit for everybody. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing all of this. I can't wait for people to listen to the episode. If they want to connect with Shopify Masters or where would you like to send people? Yes. So we are found on all of your listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Shopify Masters is the words that you want to type in. Also on shopify.com slash blog, uh, we have the written feature of each of the episode accompanying to them. So if you're curious how a founder looks like, what their products look like, uh, you can read the written feature as well. Um, Yeah. So those are the places you can find us. Amazing. And if you are all like, yep, you've convinced me I'm transitioning to Shopify, which is what we tell all of you to do a lot of times, um, you can head to the productboss.com slash Shopify. And that's our affiliate link to kind of test out the platform. Um, but we, you know that we share with you all what we really stand behind. And this is what we stand behind. This is what Mina uses in her own business. This is what the businesses we work with and, and work with one-on-one that we recommend they move to. And it's really not because of any sort of... We don't really have a partnership, but we decided to do this because we know the solution is there for so many of you out there and it's through Shopify. Amazing. Thanks for being on. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge if you head to shop1in5.com. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the Shop 1 in 5 pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. 
And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.